Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Pur Rocket, an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash purrocket. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Yeah, this how we do it, y'all. L G B, my straight out of Ghana, stop it, guys. What up to you, One Up Gaming? One up gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheap code. Kante is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considered lethal. I'm a super saiyan. I got Dragon Ball. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. Now put me on the map. One up gaming is who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least Contain the hero Better etch that in your memory And so the one up gaming for the show I'll contain the hero Is really gonna show out And we're here, it's One Up Gaming, it's me David, and it's Mr. Eddington. Yes, I'm back. I'm stalling, so I'm looking for what number it is. It's episode 219. Christ, it's our Christmas episode. Yes, we're recording this on Christmas Eve. Ah, Christmas Eve 2017. Yeah, which is quite depressing when you think about it, because it's like, you should really be with loved ones and family. Well, ah, fuck it. <laughs> so, what we got? What are we doing today? Well, should we have a two or three minutes of what we've been playing and then go into the Game of the Year top ten list? Or should we just go straight into the Game of the Year? Um, let's do Game of the Year top ten list and then maybe we can do on uh, Most Anticipated if we have time. Right. So then... I have written down about 25 games that some of the other team members have put into their top 10 list. So, if you want, we will. I will read through these games individually, and if you say no, and or if I say no, I don't believe they should be in the top 10, we can take it out completely and then see where we are after that. All right, yeah, that sounds like fun. Right then, so in no order whatsoever, it's just whatever I put them down as. So, Resident Evil 7. Okay. 
I think that'd be a very low ten, but I think it deserves a little longer steer. Well, it's easily the best horror game of the year. Do you reckon? Oh, easy. Easy. That's not even a goddamn question. That game is terrifying. That game is absolutely terrifying. So, Resident Evil 7 stays for now. Persona 5. Yeah. Right. I didn't like Persona. I don't like the games, but if you say yeah, then it'll stay for now. Yeah, it'll stay for now. Stay for now. So next up, Prey. No, it was a good game, but not game of the year. I thought the first ten, fifteen minutes, maybe tw- like half an hour, was amazing. This the building of the atmosphere. But as soon as you started the the actual game itself, with the little squibbly en- enemies that just bounced all over the screen, I just did not like that one bit. So I don't believe Prey should be on the list, so I'll take that out. So, next up, Horizon Zero Dawn. Hmm... It can stay on for now. For now, it can stay on. For now. <laughs> yep, that's what I was thinking as well. Next up, Divinity Original Sin 2. Yes, that's not even a question. <laughs> Just put it on there. Easy. So, Assassin's Creed Origins. No. Ooh. Now, I'm in agreement. I hate Assassin's Creed, so why do you not think it should be there? Okay. It is a good game. It's a good Assassin's Creed game. But is it a game of the year? No. Is it a good game? Yes. If it had to go on the list, it would be number 12 or 11. It just doesn't make top 10. That's literally it. I'm not saying it's a bad game. It just doesn't make, like, 11. It doesn't make 10. <laughs> it makes 11. Uh, it's tied It's tied at 11 with something else. I'd say. So next up. Probably the one of the only indie games on the list, and that is What Remains of Edith Finch. Mm, no, I agree. Just, just mm, yeah. No. So that's taken off. So we now have Splatoon Two. It can stay on for now. I think it's tied at number ten with with, with a few other games, but I think it should. I think it can stay on for now because it is a good game, and I don't think there, there were any games this year that came out quite like it. I mean, for so, me, I love the music. I love the art style. I just don't like the way it plays. Yeah, but I see where you're coming from. So next up. Destiny 2. No. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. I, I love Destiny so much, but fuck Bungie. <laughs> fuck Bungie. Fuck Bungie so much. Just. Oh, fuck Bungie. No. Right, I agree. I think Destiny and, and Association Destiny 2. 
are some of the most overrated games I've ever played. I, I look at it and I'm like, these are the guys that made Halo. Yeah. That's the one thing that I can't get out of my head. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna save this. I'm gonna save my rage. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anymore because I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get pissed off real quick. But I'm gonna save my rage because I'm just gonna put out a video. I'm gonna put out like a small rant about this later. But yeah, just mm, the kindest thing I can say is fuck Bungie. Just, <laughs> let's carry on. Let's just carry on. So next up then, Wolfenstein Two. Ooh. Yes. Mostly because it is easily one of the best shooters to come out this year. Is one of the best shooters, one of the best single player games, easily. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a, a good little game. I like the story. Story's phenomenal. Art style phenomenal. The um, music phenomenal. Characters phenomenal. Just the, like the game, the gameplay phenomenal. Like it's a it's a well rounded game. Like that's the thing. It is a perfectly well, well-rounded game in a year of disappointment. So, <laughs> yes, there you go. I'm happy. Yep. So next up, Nia Automata. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That game is. It has some of the best fighting mechanics for an action game. I'm like, dear God, come on now. That's easily one of the best games of the year. Hmm. Easy. So I guess next up, Super Mario Odyssey. Ooh. Yes. Yes, because I think out of every game that came out this year, Super Mario Odyssey is the one that I think the most people liked. Like, it was the most universally liked. It is very hard to hate that game. I mean, I don't know what it is, but the game itself, yeah, I think the controls aren't as good as it maybe should be. It's a little bit skitterish. Mm. You know, I think that's just to do with the gameplay style, like that they're going for. Mm. I mean, the I amount of times I end up jumping towards a ledge and it works out that I was slightly off angle and missed the ledge. Yeah, but the camera's not very great, and you just end up overshooting or just missing it slightly but it's it's a fun game it's a game that you play for fun unlike a lot of other games mm. i think i think it would be fair to say that it is the it is the most fun game of this year mm. that's i think that would be easy to say because it may not have like endless or boundless replayability but when you're playing the game i think it is one of the games that when you're playing it is the most fun So I guess next up, the other pillar of Nintendo, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I want to say no, but I can't because it's such a good game. Yeah, sure. It's like... Yeah. The problem I have with this game is, Mm. on one hand, it's probably the best game I've ever played. But on the other hand, it's made by Nintendo, it's got Zelda in the title, and it's an open world game. They're the three things I dislike about it. <laughs> this is the thing. I think that it is a very good game, but I just can't get myself to like it. <laughs> like, I want to like it, I just can't. So, 
Zelda. I think I think it's one of the better games of this year when it comes to open world. I think so. I don't think there are many games that came out this year that have that have the scale of open yeah. world that Zelda does. Because I think like I think it's very difficult to make a game of Zelda of that of that scale and have it that good with such like a vibrant art style. Like the art style doesn't just complement the game; it makes the game. Like mm. it brings everything to life. Yeah, and, and I, mean, I, I will say that... it is the best Zelda game ever made, hands down. Yeah, like I don't want to. Like I don't know how many Zelda fans listen to this, so I'm just gonna. I don't know. If, how there was much one that sent off. me an email that said that I made him cry. Because I was so rude to his favourite game. What game was that? It was the Please. Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, that game's shit. Yeah, I, hate, I hated it, but... It's so... It's so I'd... At the time, okay. it was good, but like a lot of games on the Nintendo 64, they've aged badly because of the controls. Yes, it controls like horseshit. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to quickly rip into Zelda Ocarina of Time. It's a piece of shit, but that's the great thing about like that's the great thing about this current Zelda. It is an amazing game. It's not just you know another Zelda game. It is the Zelda game. This is the game that adventure games will learn from. This this has set the stage for a solid decade. There's going to be five years of game development and game releases that are inspired by this game. It's that simple. Like no, I I am going to be very surprised if an adventure game comes out without taking something from Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I will be very very shocked because it's basically like what Call of Duty and Halo did for the shooter genre. It is cemented in gaming history because it changed the game. It set the bar high. You can no longer release a a, a triple A game or a double A game, and expect and without that seal of this better be better or to the same level as Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I think that's a very good thing to have, like to give the industry like a swift kick in the ass. <laughs> it gave the adventure genre a swift kick in the ass, saying you haven't been doing what you're supposed to. People have been playing. Games like Skyrim for the past five years, over and over and over, because there haven't been any good adventure games. This, boom, you should be doing this. And I think, I hope that the industry is going to look at it and be like, we need to start doing more of that instead of what they usually do and pretend that it doesn't exist. But that's just me. Next one. Next one, then. While I move this out of the way. So next up is probably the one of the other indie games, and that is Cuphead. Ooh. Now I really like this game. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to give it to it. Really, I'd have to give it to it because Cuphead is again another game that's like, this is how you make a difficult game. Mm. Like, and 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 I think. I think this is something that I think every genre of games has to learn from. Is a game like Cuphead where difficulty isn't about how much health your enemies have. 
it's about how good are you at the game how how well can you take control of the mechanics of a game that should be what's difficult that's what that's what the difficulty of a game should be leveled in so instantly yeah right next up maybe a controversial one but play unknowns battlegrounds um it did come out of early access just a couple of days ago Oh, but has it fully released though? Yes, it is fully released on PC. It's 1.0. And I mean, I will be honest, I bought it from a PC, played it once, and then got my money back. It it was one of those games that my PC ran it technically, but it was running at about 15 frames a second. And with a uh, hundred people trying to kill you, that just doesn't work. I'd say this. I'd say that this game is something that is that has influenced. Like we can see that it's influencing the gaming market and what games are going to come out. But I believe that I don't think it's influencing the gaming market in a way that people are going to want to see. I think that people are going to get very bored of Battle Royale games. A lot of Battle Royale games are going to come out. It's going to be basically Overwatch all over again. When Overwatch came out, a bunch of games like Overwatch came out and they all died. Same thing with League of Legends. League of Legends came out, a bunch of games like League of Legends and Dota came out, they died. It's just how the industry works. I mean, the one thing that I will say is I detest team battle games. For me... I've always enjoyed the every man for themselves. So for me, a hundred people, every man for themselves, perfect. I'd say it's, I say it deserves a place in the top ten purely because of the impact it's had, mm. and the type of and that and the, and the fact that the type of game it is has attracted so many players. I think a lot of people have gotten tired with being forced to play with other players. I think a lot of people are just like, I want to play on my own and I want to be given the choice to play on my own. And I think that's what they've been given. And I think a lot of players appreciate that. All right, right, so what's the next one? So the next one is Tekken 7. Ooh. Ooh. I'm biased because I love Tekken. <laughs> I'm biased as hell. I love Tekken. I hate most fighting games, but I love Tekken. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say Tekken says. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I don't think there have been like many fighting games that have been released this year that are actually any good. Mm. Um, because I can't think of any <laughs> to be honest, other than <laughs> Tekken that are actually like worth playing right now. I've got one like, on the list, but that's in a little bit. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it should stay. I don't know what place it will get, but I think it should stay for now. Yeah, I think it's hovering between 10 and 15, that sort of range, but we'll see where it mm. goes. Next up, yeah. I had to include this game because, for me, it was the best VR game I've played this year. And that was okay. Super Hot VR. Ooh, I've heard very good things. It was amazing. 
I've heard very good things. I think that that is a very good game. Just super hot on its own, without VR, is a is a good game. So, yeah, like if one VR game is going to make it into the top ten, it's gonna be that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's an amazing game. It really, because of the art style as well, it's yeah, it really draws you in. The whites and the reds, it really pops. Like uh, I think, I think. That's another game that I think is going to inspire a lot of VR games. Yeah. It's going to inspire a lot of VR games. Like, a lot of VR shooters are going to learn from Superhot. And, like, I think there's another one called Robokill. Like, I think these are going to be the games that are going to show us where VR for shooters is going. Yeah, as long as you're not moving and make me sick. But, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So, next up. Now, the next set of games... There's arguments for and arguments against because they're probably the best in the field for the genre, but they're maybe not the best overall game. So next up, probably the best handheld sort of game released, Metroid Samus Returns. No. Which is basically just a remake of Metroid 2. Yeah, no. No. I agree. I I have no love for remakes. So if next you're gonna up, make something, make it new. Yeah. Next up, Forza Motorsport Seven, which is probably the best racing game released this year. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like, so next, uh, you have to mention Gran Turismo Sport. I don't think it's as good as Forza though this year. No, it's not. And it's good, it's just not top oh, 10. In all honesty, I think we've only got one space for a racing game on the list, so I think Forza wins, so we might as well take Gran Turismo off. Yeah. It looks it's amazing, good, it just... plays amazing, but yeah, Forza not... just has more variety. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Um, it's just not... You know, game of the year type material. It's a yeah. good game, it's just not game of the year. Game of its month, maybe. <laughs> so then, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Um. No, because it's basically just DLC. It's standalone DLC, and yeah, I know what you're yeah, saying. But. No. but... Just. Like I'm not a big fan of the Uncharted series. But, like okay, the Uncharted series is the Uncharted series. It, it it it's it's like a staple, you know. It's what it's something that kind of impacted action adventure and adventure games in a big way. So you know, single player. It's a, it's a single player uh, adventure game. What can you say? But I don't think that this installment should be given a space in the top 10 purely because it is basically just DLC. There's nothing... It's it's DLC. It is just DLC. Yeah. The fact that it's standalone means nothing. It is DLC. It is a, what, four-hour, no, two-hour, four-hour, like, romp that you play for a little bit, then it's done. Okay. Some, some might say a four or five hour 
romps better than like a twenty hour sludge. True, but a two to four hour romp doesn't make a game game of the year. It makes it a good game. Fair enough. So next up is the next fighting game. Oh. Do you reckon you can guess? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> it is Injustice 2. Ah, oh, shit. Ah, oh, shit. Injustice 2 is good. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Injustice 2 and Tekken 7, I can't choose because I love them both. <laughs> It's like, okay, so in Justice 2, you have the customization, you have the amazing characters, you have the beautifully built stages, but Tekken 7 is Tekken. You can't, it's like, Tekken has, it has the, again, the characters, customization, beautiful stages. I think that I have to give it, I'm going to hate myself, I have to give it to Injustice because, purely because it is a sequel that actually improves from the first game. It improves on the first game, and it has the stage. It has the stage transfers that I think the stage transitions that I think are amazing. I would have given it to Tekken, but I think that Tekken Seven as a game is basically as far as Tekken is going to go as a game. It will not go any further. This is as far as like this is the crescendo. This is it. Like, if anything else happens, it will probably be released as DLC. I don't see them making a Tekken 8. So, yeah. It's sad, but it's true. <laughs> Injustice, is, Injustice is just... To me, I think it is the better fighting game. I think it is the better fighting game purely, purely because of what it offers. I don't know which game has the bigger roster, though. So, that might be a thing. Might need to see that. But right. I think it's just... I think it should stay on for now and then we'll see yep so we're down to the three last games on my list and that is Middle Earth Shadow of War um oh shit I like that game I I actually like Shadow of War I love the concept and everything I love the story but it's a good game but is it game of the year material no. <laughs> and I say that because of the ending. Mm. They force you to keep playing the game. Like, the only way, to, like, they make it very obvious that the only way that you're going to enjoy the game after this is if you do multiplayer and if you buy, and if you buy packs and if you do all these other things. Like, the story ends so abruptly. And if you do not want to hear how the story ends, uh, the actual ending, if you haven't heard it and you don't want to be spoiled... Hit the mute button. I don't really care. <laughs> basically, it ends with Talion dying. Again? Talion, yeah, basically. Talion <laughs> is betrayed by Calibrimbor. He puts on one of um, Sauron, Sauron's rings to keep himself alive. Calibrimbor gets absorbed by Sauron because he's a fuckwit. <laughs> and then you're kind of just like left to play the game over, like for, I don't know, 10 more stages, but it's literally just like different areas. You only have four um, camps, right? Four castles. And each one gets periodically, um, like on each stage, one of them or two of them or more 
gets sieged and you have to go defend it each time, whatever. But that happens about 10 times and then they thrust the real ending at you and the real ending is that it's basically just the ending of the movies. Sauron's defeated and Talion dies because he becomes a ring wraith. He, he dies when Sauron dies and he goes into the afterlife and that's boring as shit. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but you have the opportunity to do something new with this Lord of the Rings IP. They were they like you had you had the opportunity to do anything you wanted, and you were like, "Eh, fuck it, let's just go with the original ending." That's bullshit. <laughs> no one cares. You you're telling me that you have the storyline of someone putting on one of Sauron's rings that he gave to the um, the lords of men or the kings of men, and. You're telling me that instead of exploring that and trying to make like a cool storyline with that, you're just like, ah, he doesn't, he, he, Talion is the one guy who can't, is, is like everyone else and can't hold out for long enough and he becomes a ring wraith. That's bullshit. I did not play this entire game, two games, seeing how strong and per, and like determined he is to kill Sauron, to not have him fight Sauron. That's horseshit. You don't. There's no reason why he can't just be like, "I've raised a new army and just go fuck up Sauron." There is. There's never a reason given for that. There's no like, "Oh, but he can't because he's wearing the wraith ring or whatever." Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I like. There is. There is no reason. There's so many things they could have done, but they didn't do, and I feel like it's just kind of a slap in the face to everyone that was expecting more. And I feel like this is kind of the theme for this year. Like, just disappointing developers. Or just disappointing studios. That's that's the, that's what I'm getting a feeling for this year. It's just a lot of disappointment. So you think it should come off the list then? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I'm petty. I'm a petty <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, we had to get rid of 15 games from the list, so... So next up, Hellblade. Ooh. That stays. That stays, Hellblade is it? Stays purely because of the story and how well built that game is. The narrative, like the gameplay, just the mechanics, how the mechanics and the story kind of weave together to make a beautifully done game. Hmm. I think that that should stay. I think that that should stay for sure. I think that like I think that occupies the number ten slot quite well. If not, it'll just get kicked down to like eleven or twelve. <laughs> but let's see what happens. So the last two games on the list, we are an English podcast, so we had to include them because they are probably some of the biggest selling games in the UK. And that's FIFA 18 or Pro Evo Soccer 2018. Wait, FIFA? Yeah, FIFA or Pez. Get the fuck out of here, no. <laughs> God, no. Neither. Get out. So, both of them off? Yes. Why the fuck? <laughs> no. Neither of those should be in the top 10 of anyone's list. Six, the seven, fuck? Eight, nine, ten, how, is that the to- how is that, the- how is that a game of the year for anyone? 
Hey, that's some like people a, just buy that one game. That's what I'm saying. It's like the games never change. The only difference in the games are <laughs> roster changes. Everything else, like everything, every change of every new FIFA game can be done in a patch. Yeah. Granted, it'd be a huge patch, but it can be done in a patch. I tell you, the first time ever I've actually emailed Nintendo's customer service team because I was pissed off I waited for Nintendo's eShop sale and that started got emails saying the eShop sale is now on and they had like 50 games reduced so I was looking through but FIFA wasn't among them but my brother said he'd buy me FIFA for Christmas so he bought it for £55 from the eShop Fuck off. and literally about 4 days later it came down to £35 Right. I would have just refunded it and then just got my and then just bought the cheaper one. You can't do that. So I've had Why to not? email him to say I'm annoyed that the sale was live. I paid fifty five pounds for the game, then less than a week later, another sale happened where it was included. So I wouldn't have minded if I bought it, and then like the winter sale started and it was in it. It was the fact that the winter sale started; it wasn't there. And then it came on it later. That's what right. annoyed me. Anyway. So I think we've got 16 games now. Around that number. Yeah. So is there any of those games which you think definitely should be on the list? Um... Oh, okay. So, Breath of the Wild. Yep. That should definitely be on the list. I think that occupies the number nine spot quite, uh, quite well. Resident Evil, that go, that should be number four. Just At the moment, I'm just putting down names of games with a number next to them so we know how many we're adding. Alright, so Breath of the Wild, Resident Evil. Yep. What about Super Mario? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo Nintendo let out two solid games this year. Yeah, it's so amazing. Like, what can you do? You can't <laughs> be like, ah, only one allowed. Nah, like, they let out two solid, like, one solid platformer, one solid adventure game. Best in their genre. What about out Divinity, go. Original Sin? Yes. Absolutely best RPG of this year. Right. Um, I don't know about you, but I would like to. I don't know about you, but I would like to add Cuphead. Cuphead. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think we should. I think we have to kind of add Cuphead because it is Cuphead's an indie game, right? Yeah. Yeah, that would be indie game of the year. Easy, that'd be indie game of the year. Right. So, was there anything else? So there is Persona Five, which I'm not that bothered about. Not really. No. Fuck that game. Horizon Zero Dawn. 
Ooh. Which is um, good. I said, Splatoon 2, I'll delete that off the list completely. Yeah. Splatoon 2, no. I think and Horizon Zero Dawn, yes. Should I delete Persona 5 as well? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a better RPG than Divinity, I don't think. So you think Horizon Zero Dawn should be on the list? Yeah. Right. I think it should be on the list purely because I think it kind of shows how good a single-player game can be. Just a single-player narrative-focused game, how good it can be. So we've got six games done, so there's only four spaces left tentatively. And the games we've still got is Wolfenstein 2... Nia Automata, Play Unknown's Battlegrounds, Tekken 7, Super Hot VR, Forza Motorsport 7, Injustice 2, and Hellblade. Forza Injustice. What, on the list? Mm-hmm. And I think Nia as well. Forza... Injustice and near Automata. Mm-hmm. So that leaves one left to pick, I believe. What are my choices? The choices are Hellblade, Super Hot, Tekken 7, Battlegrounds, Wolverstein 2, and I think that's it. Fuck. Um. That is not an easy That is not an easy one to pick Because those are all wonderful games Tekken 7 out Mm -hmm. That is harder to say than I thought it would be Um, (laughs) What else do I got? What else can I say? Yeah um, I'd have to say PUBG Out of everything Add that to the list yeah, I, I'd have to say out of all of them, like I'm having a tough, I'm having a tough yeah. time choosing between PUBG and Superhot. Right then, so that is ten games. Should I read the ten games? Yeah. And right, let's go. Let's bear see. in mind, this isn't in any order yet. It's Super Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Resident Evil Seven, Divinity: Original Sin Two, Cuphead. Horizon Zero Dawn, Forza Motorsport 7, Injustice 2, Nier Automata, and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's, that has to be it. That has I to be how it goes. Bloody, bloody good list, really, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was having a hard time because I was trying to pick between Super Hot and PUBG. Those are the two games that are fucking with me right now because mm. Super Hot is very good. And it's one of the best VR games I've seen in a long time. But it's PUBG. Like, the influence it has, is had over the industry just in such a short time is insane. Yeah. So, I've got to give it to PUBG. For that alone, I have to give it to PUBG. Right then, so... Is there anything there which is definitely... You know, really low on the list. Ooh. 
Um, I'm looking at maybe Injustice 2 at number 10. Yeah. Because it is, it's the best fighting game, but that was in a year that a lot of fighting games did not come out. Yeah. Not a lot of good ones, anyway. So, if I put that at 10... Um... And then for me, it would either be like either Cuphead or Forza at 9 and 8. Um. I think Forza at 9. Because so again, Forza. good game for its genre. Yeah. Well, that's about it. So, thought, uh, so should we put Cuphead at 8? Mm. Or do you think that deserves a bit higher? No, I think I think Cuphead I think Cuphead should be mm, Damn I think Cuphead should be a little higher because it is just for how good that game is I think it should be a little higher I think it should be like so, uh, six. Right. So, how about Mario at eight? Mm. Yeah. Mario at eight is a good one. Um. So if I just put six for where Cuphead is, just to um, so yeah. for a seven. So there's Play Unknown Battlegrounds, Near, Horizon, Divinity, Resident Evil, and Legend of Zelda for number seven. I'm thinking for me it'd be maybe either Battlegrounds or Horizon Zero Dawn at seven. So Battlegrounds or Horizon? Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds at seven. Yeah. Battlegrounds at seven, I think, because Horizon is a very good game. So, number five. Number five is... What's our options for number five? The Legends of Zelda, Resident Evil, Divinity, Horizon, and Nier Automata. Horizon. Horizon at five. Mm-hmm. And then Nier at four. Nier at four. So... I know which game you probably want to give to number one. Yeah. It's kind of obvious, isn't it? I think it should be number two, that one. The w- mm. I'm f- in my head, next up should be Resident Evil, then Divinity, and then Legends of Zelda at number one. 
just because of they completely changed the whole dynamic of a Zelda game and it works so well yeah I don't want to give it to Zelda but they did so <laughs> good god damn it what happened to the times that Nintendo just made shit <laughs> oh god's sake alright yeah yeah that has to be it that has to be it Resident Evil at three. is one, Resident Evil at 3 one of the best horror games in a very long time I think and then Divinity at 2 because one of the best RPGs in again a very long time yeah and then like it's easily the best RPG of the year just not even a question and then it's um Breath of the Wild because they kind of like I think this was Nintendo's chance to just kind of like flip the bird to the rest of the industry and be like <laughs> we still know how to make games motherfucker like I don't like don't call it a comeback we've been here the whole time like I don't know what you mean thinking I haven't left I've been here the whole time and it's like they have they've been here the whole time everyone just forgot about them and I ain't gonna lie like I didn't think that Nintendo could make anything good anymore they did like damn gotta give them credit where it's due yeah. So, I will read through in order. So, at number 10, Injustice 2. At number 9, Forza Motorsport 7. At number 8, Super Mario Odyssey. At number 7, Play Unknown's Battlegrounds. Number 6, Cuphead. 5, Horizon Zero Dawn. 4, Near Automata. 3, Resident Evil 7, 2, Divinity Original Sin 2, and at number 1, The Legend of Zelda, The Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I yeah. can't argue with that list. I can't argue with that list. It is a good list, and I think every game on there deserves to be on that list. Yeah, I mean, the tricky thing is, I remember when we did this two or three years ago, or maybe two years ago, we struggled to actually get a 10 list that yeah, list the 10. games that we actually liked because it was such a poor year. Whereas this I just year, say, there's loads. I just want to say, real quick, I want to say, and I'm going to say this to Zach, yeah? And I'm going to say, I'm going to say this to Zach and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say why I'm saying it to him. Right? Because... Now, Zach thought he was being funny, right? When he when he said, we all know there's one game that I hate more than any game, right? We all know this. We Everyone, this is, this is like a point of just historical fact at this point. Everyone knows this, right? And the game is Guys of the Wolf, yeah? <laughs> everyone knows that. Fuck that game. And Zach thought it would be funny to say Game of the Year every year. Now, I'm going to say this to Zach with all the holiday cheer that I can muster. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, you bastard. You know what you did. It's just, Jesus Christ. But no, I think like, um, yeah. I think, ne I think next we need to do the worst games of the year. But I don't want to do that because I think I'd piss off a lot of developers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd piss off a lot of developers. So I'm not going to do that. Not yet. I'm gonna save that for my own little thing. But yeah, that's uh, 
that's all. That's that's my special holiday message. Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> I hope you and guys of the wolf live happily together this holiday season. Ugh. And I hope your chestnuts roast, you son of a bitch. But anyways, yeah, on to cheerier things. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been episode 219 of the One Up Gaming podcast, the Game of the Year special. And Yay. it's been me, David, with Eddie helping out. And thanks oh. to the rest of the team for sending game suggestions over so we could like pick through some of the, the games and have a bit more of a variety of games to choose from. Um, so this podcast will be going up ASAP and hopefully I'll be able to get a video put together and put this up on YouTube as well. So I guess the only thing's left to say is apart from go to our website, check out some reviews, videos, all that crap which I'm not going to go into. Um, but thank you all for listening, watching, whatever you do. Have a happy Christmas, have a great new year, enjoy time with your family, life's short, just enjoy life. Do you have anything to say, Eddie? Oh no, I said everything I need to say. <laughs> so not fuck you, Zach. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put one. I'll put one more in there for just good measure. Fuck you, Zach. All right. Okay. Thank you, and happy <laughs> Christmas to you, Eddie. <laughs> oh yes, very happy Christmas. <laughs> happy Christmas to all. Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good something. Can't remember the phrase. Bye. Bye bye. Do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects. As you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleepless system desire for cheeseburgers. If erection lasts more than five hours, see a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit facebook.com slash fatcatfly because you deserve a better life. Hi, Justin the Voice here. First of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well, we have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going all night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash O-U-G.